Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. This is the story of Thomas Jefferson's final letter. In 1826, Thomas Jefferson was at a low point in his life. The author of the Declaration of Independence had turned 83 in April. Everything was crumbling. His beloved eldest granddaughter had died after childbirth as Jefferson wept inconsolably in the next room. He was in so much debt for mismanaging Monticello that he petitioned the Virginia General Assembly for permission to raise cash through a lottery. Worst of all, Jefferson suffered terrible health problems. He had chronic diarrhea and difficulty urinating, possibly from prostate cancer. Amid all these burdens, the nation's 50th anniversary of its independence was approaching and Jefferson was invited to a massive celebration in Washington. There was no way that he could attend, of course. But the importance of the moment was not lost on him. The era of the founders was almost over, and the United States had been mired in a period of partisan disunity. And as old, sick, distraught, and as broke as he was, Jefferson couldn't let the moment pass. He wrote a letter to the mayor of Washington. The letter shows in the handwriting how carefully Jefferson composed it, lingering over lines and adding words in the margin. This was the man whose words gave shape to the cause of independence, words that Abraham Lincoln would use decades later in reforging the Union. He said he was flattered by the invitation and that declining it made his illness even harder to bear. He added that it's good to know that, quote, our fellow citizens, after half a century of experience and prosperity, continue to approve the choice we made. He then passionately defined the impact of that long ago choice. He wrote, quote, all eyes are opened or opening to the rights of man. The general spread of the light of science has already laid open to every view the palpable truth that the mass of mankind has not been born with saddles on their backs nor a favored few booted and spurred, ready to hide them legitimately by the grace of God. These are grounds of hope for others. For ourselves, let the annual return of this day forever refresh our recollections of these rites and an undiminished devotion to them. Somehow, in the depths of his personal misery, Jefferson had found his powerful way with words again. Jefferson sent the letter on June 24, 1826. He died shortly after, on July 4th. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Gregory Schneider, who reported this story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.